You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. He bowls and Butler plays off the back foot. Oh, he's hit wicket. He's kicked his own stubs down. Oh, what a staggering way to fall. Goodness gracious me. Josh Butler's gone for 26. A moment of drama at Adelaide Oval. And that's when the game was basically all over last night with the second test, uh, the day-night test. Welcome to Sports Day, Tuesday night, Scotty Sattler. Gary Belcher uh, from his home studio tonight, and uh, Woogie here. Hello, boys. How are Hello, you, gentlemen, and uh, and Badge and listeners as well? Yeah, that uh, that wicket of Joss Butler is twenty six off three thousand four hundred balls at the time. <laughs> but what he was doing, he was yeah. he was actually putting up a pretty good stand for the English side and trying to get them through that last um, that last through the last break to take it to a draw. But it wasn't to be. Australia take a two 0 lead. Did yeah. it actually get you fired up finally, Sats? Because you seriously you were snoring and everything, and I thought it was outstanding to see Australia win. Yeah, you know, some so friends well. and I were talking about this morning, the, the wicket of Joss Butler, and and someone said, does that, does that wicket, Jai Richardson was the bowler, of course, took Pfeiffer, and Joss Butler stepped on his own wickets. And they said, oh, that wouldn't go to the bowler, that wicket. I said, absolutely it does. It should, because he forced him onto the back foot. Mm. Now, they were all... There was a majority of them were all saying, no, the, the bowler shouldn't deserve that wicket. Badge? I will, disagree. Well, you or I call him out. I here. want to know who these names are. Who <laughs> are they? <laughs> Obviously, they're, well, there's a couple of your Polish friends, one from Netherlands. One, no, Netherlands actually play cricket. They'd know. Where sound like Maybe accountants, American. actually. Sound like accountants. <laughs> it's very no, analytical. Or well, referees. Mm. Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah, that's a wicket, of course. You stepped I, I on agree. I totally agree. He was forced you. into it. I can't yeah. believe you'd think that, Sats. Okay, so how's that any different? I, 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 okay, I agree. Yeah. That should be a wicket. Remember Gatting? Picked that's the two ball one. up. Woogie, we agree it should be a wicket. Oh, I agree it Sats should be a wicket as well. So. But then no, why? Sats doesn't. Oh, right. Now, Sats is mates, don't. <laughs> yeah. Alleged mates. <laughs> right. Yeah, my mate. That's <laughs> the old, I got this mate who <laughs> reckons. <laughs> There's a lot of BS in this story, isn't there? Hey, yeah, listen, there how's is. that different, though? So, remember uh, Gatting got out that time for handling the ball? It was going to go under <laughs> the stumps, picked it up. I think Merv Hughes was the bowler. Was it Gatting or Atherton? No, it was Gatting. Gatting, was it? And he he was given out, right, handling yep. the ball. But that wicket didn't go to the bowler. Now, I think it was Big Merv at the time that never went to the bowler. So wh- why is that different? Well, if it was heading for the stumps, I'm with you on that. I, I reckon that's the reason he's out. It wasn't moving at a bowl- pace quick enough yes, with enough was. force to knock the bales off. It actually but why'd you pick him? it up? Yeah. So it's not the action of the bowler that's forced 
force the action. It's the, the batter's decision to pick the ball up, which Hang is on. against the rules. Oprah? Hey, Hoggy, have we, have we got someone coming up who can, like, I think, we, yeah, we have, we got Crash Craddock lined up, haven't we? The someone who could actually explain the laws of the game. Absolutely. He is the number one cricket journalist in Australia. You claim you're in the world. top five. I'd I'm the top the five. I am top. I'm number four. Mm. I am. I mean, us. you've introduced our last guests over the last three weeks. Every one of them talks cricket as the number one cricket journalist, but he really is, isn't he? Yeah. Hey, Justin. Yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I hope that? you struggle with the. I hope you struggle with a battle something. <laughs> hey, listen. Welcome to <laughs> to a Tuesday night. We'd love you to get involved anytime. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our number. Before we get into the. Um, Serious stuff. When you text us, tell us what you're doing, uh, where you're from, and how you're listening to us tonight on Sports Day all around this lovely nation of ours. Um, boys, I want to throw this out to you. It's Christmas week, and I've noticed, is it Foxtel's got like a, um, a Christmas movie channel? It's a nightmare. It's the worst thing ever. There is only, there's two that good... That always happens. Yeah, I know, but there's a lot of crap Christmas music uh, shows out there, right? And mm, music. Yeah. For, there's only two. I'm going to throw this out to you. Okay. Best. I oh, know one of them, the greatest one ever. Christmas movie. What is it, Badge? Yeah. Elf. Oh, yeah. We agree Elf on one it. thing. That we was agree on Elf. the first thing. That's nah. the best. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Outstanding. Elf. Mm. Santa. I know him. I know him. <laughs> it's Santa. Santa's coming. Uh, number one's Die Hard, Bruce Willis. That's not a Christmas it movie. It is a Christmas, Christmas movie. Christmas it it, it is. happens to be snow. Yeah. It's they're, not a Christmas party. They're at a Christmas party. About Christmas? They're at a Christmas so? party. And there's jingles in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, can I just say... Um, sorry, no, yeah. wait, wait. Right. 0457 736 736. Back me up here, our listener. What, is Die Hard a Christmas <laughs> movie? It is. <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. Danger. There's no, reckon, mate? There's no sight of Santa <laughs> at all in the movie. Why does it have to be a Santa in it? Because <laughs> uh, it's Christmas. <laughs> Why is there an Easter bunny around What's Easter? Yours, jerk? No reindeer in it. None Elf. of that. Elf's oh, that's it. Everything. Yeah, Elf's my favourite Christmas movie, without a yeah. doubt. Nightmare Before Christmas. What was Can I just say, you yeah, know, Love Actually, which is a lot of people's favourite Christmas movie of all mm-hmm. time, Hugh Grant, mm-hmm. that's actually quite a, a bit of an inappropriate movie. When you think it's it, we talk about fest. We talk about Fonzie in Happy Days, a little bit inappropriate oh. when you look at these days. What? Well, what, hang what? On, what? well first of Please. all, he has an office in the girls' toilets. <laughs> And he's like 37 wearing a leather jacket him. hanging around 16-year-olds. Yeah. So yeah, it's a little that, bit creepy. That is creepy. Now, like, Grease is creepy as well. It's inappropriate, I should say, because, like, Sandy yeah, has to that. change who she is. She has to turn into a, a two-bit tart <laughs> to get whoa. the attention what? of... You're talking about Olivia. Olivia Newton-John, How yeah. How dare you? That's Grease. So oh it's a little bit inappropriate God. when you look at it years ahead. But I'll look at Love Actually, Hugh Grant. So he's the Prime Minister. Yeah. And he's... Trying to sleep with one of his staffers. staffers. Yeah. You've got a guy well, you that's think trying. That to, prime ministers have never done that before. I'm, I'm going, yeah. President? Well, hang on, wait. This the wait. This is a big allegation. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> and then you've got a guy that's trying to buy a present for his receptionist yes. behind his wife's back. We well, did. Yeah, he did. And then you've got a guy who's trying, who's jealous of his best mate's wife and she's trying to kiss her. And does kiss her at the end of the movie. Absolutely. Inappropriate. Well, for anyone who hasn't seen it, you don't need to watch it. <laughs> what was that one called? Love Actually. Hey, what about that um, Arnie Schwarzenegger jingle all the way? I never Remember saw, that one? Yeah, we were speaking off air badge just before. I've never seen, you said Bad Santa, which is Billy Top Bob two. Horn. Never seen it. Top two. Badge, you seen that? 
Bad Santa. Well, um, is that Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah, he's got yeah. a little midget. Oh, you can't say mm. that. That's inappropriate. Yeah. What about the dressing room <laughs> scene? That's inappropriate. Has anyone... Have you seen it, Badge? No, probably not. It is... My mum won't let me watch it. It is the greatest... One of the greatest Christmas movies of all time, Bad Santa. Mm. It is fantastic. Just what what no. is the greatest Christmas movie? 0457 736 736. The Grinch. Oh, the Grinch. Well, that's you. Yeah. What's it called? The Grinch. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's just called that The Grinch, is isn't it? a great show. It's just called The Grinch because The Grinch no, does not. steal Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and Badge loves it. <laughs> Look it up. Why do you love it, Badge? Do you base your life on The Grinch? No, that movie's based on me. <laughs> yeah, fair call. Um, 0457 736 736, your favourite Christmas movie. You did say before, Crash Craddock uh, is coming on the show shortly. Uh, Sam Backer, we're doing, we're doing some uh, by-demand interviews. Um, Who's demanded week? them? Can you tell me? Or your mates who was talking about oh, the really? wicket last okay. night. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Didn't you say that? Yeah, gee, they're, they're busy. Those blokes. Can I can I tell you about Sam Bacco? And, and again, I I reckon I have the best job in the world. I get to sit here and listen to you blokes talk to some of these greats of the game, and he one of the greats of the game, and a character, right, Badge? I mean, you played with him at the Raiders. This interview was very entertaining. And it was also the most stressful one yeah, we've ever done. Yeah, wasn't at first. We thought, hey, where's this going to go? Where's Sam Backer going to take us? It took me an hour badge, thanks to you, to edit this interview. <laughs> and yeah. I, and well, I still sweated. Sam Backer raw is what we wanted, and then you just had a little bit of work to do. <laughs> a little mm. bit. I, even I He's said good. to Sats, I made Sats listen to it, so he was my backup to make sure I got all the F-bombs out now, of the interview. Now, talking let's about... Him, let's play him next. Well, you want to play some of the... Uh, the good interviews we've had throughout 2021. And Grafton Broncos said, hey, Sats, Badge and Woogie, Justin, love the interview with Bobby McCarthy. Yeah, Merry I said Christmas, that Happy yeah. New Year. Yeah. All Mac right, we'll great. get that on for you tomorrow night, My old man singing the old Rabbitoh song. I can't say that. Yes. My dad, but others can. And now that we're <laughs> all round the bar. I love the way your dad's just ready to sing this. We didn't have to call him, did we? Mm. Beautiful, this song, mate. Sats, does that give you chills? And we're well, not really, because I'm used to him seeing that every time I see him. And as a child, that's all he used to sing. It's great. Mm. It's it gives great. me tears hearing that. It's amazing. Hey, Mike Titan uh, sent us a text. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. The first dead terrorist was dressed in Santa gear in a lift. <laughs> Killed by John McClane. Yeah, that McLean. Is true. Is John um, McLean. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh. That's a good show. Muppet Show. Oh, you two are like those blokes up in the in the top of the theatre there. Stadler and Waldorf. That's you two. Yeah, that's no, it's just you and that's just you. Giving and. everyone a hard time. Hey, can I uh, do a shout out before we get to the sports update? Uh, good guy watch. You know, I like to do some good guy watches when we find uh, some good news in sport. Josh Jackson yeah. from the Bulldogs. Everything good about the Bulldogs at the moment with their off-field signings. Uh, saw something on Twitter today where a. a, a Rugby league fan was in getting a scan and Josh Jackson was in there also and was talking to Josh Jackson about how he loves the Bulldogs and he's going to get, have to get the new Bulldogs training kit. And he said Josh Jackson disappeared, came back and gave gave him his training kit out of his car. No way. Good you stuff. Kidding. Great Good stuff, stuff, Josh Jackson. Righty up. Wow. Get involved with the show tonight, 0457 736 736. Don't forget to tell us where you're from, uh, your name and how you're listening nude to what? That afternoon. He trained nude that afternoon. Well, no, he had jocks on. Well, he's got big arms, so don't blame him. 
Mm. Uh, you can send us to, I don't know why, why I'm going. Let's just do this. <laughs> don't sports know. Day, sports update. Best Christmas movies. That's what you're asking. Uh, thanks to Acme Farm Insurance. Uh, we've covered the ashes. We'll, we'll, look, we'll cover it off with Crash Craddock, the number yeah. one cricket journalist in Australia and the world. Next. Um, how about these NRL players, blokes? Uh, may these have to, players, blokes. Yeah, we'll okay. have to have to undergo rapid COVID testing up to six days a week from when pre-season training comes back. Are you all right? I don't know. I think <laughs> I'm having a stroke. What's the matter? <laughs> I don't know. That's propping up in the corner. I think I'm having a stroke. I'm not uh, in the studio. Yeah, so six days a week. Um, and the rugby league players will accept it. They're, they've been used to... Yeah. Um, changing the goalposts a little bit, pardon the pun, in relation to COVID over the last couple of years. So this would be no different badge. If it means you can still work yep. and you're on three, four, five, eight, nine hundred grand a year and someone says you've got to get tested each time you come to training or you can't come to training, what, what are you going to do? Mm. It's your job. I mean, if, if it was our regular job and we had to do it, you'd, you'd just have to do it. You wouldn't be happy, but getting that thing. Is that, do they have that thing stuck up the nose, the, the rapid tests, or are they other ones? I don't know how they will have to be. It'll have to be very quick because. Can someone? Has anyone had the rapid COVID test? Can you tell us what it is? Mm. I haven't. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. I haven't had it. I haven't even had the slow one. No, nor have I. Did you? No. Did you? You just said it has to be very quick, Sats. It's a rapid test. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that it's... is quick. Rapid. But you're, you're stating the obvious. <laughs> no, it means your results come back. You're quickly, stating the obvious. Woogie. Of course it's got to be rapid. Of course well, it's got to be quick. quick. But there's no there need go, to say ready? it. But Done. Because it's got to be <laughs> rapid anyway. <laughs> yes. Like that Superman joke I told you the other day. Oh, what was that? Exactly. I can't tell you on the it's air. horrible. <laughs> mm. um, uh, Parramatta. Uh, fans, looks like they've lost another young forward, Oregon Kafusi, expected to link up with Cronulla in 2023. Now, it's on the back of yeah. some pretty um, some pretty good players they've lost for that 2023 season. Most yeah. notably is their hooker, Reed Marnie badge. Yeah, Murata Nakora also. He's going, yep. go, Marnie's going to Canterbury. Yep. Nakora's going to the Warriors. Isaiah Papali'i, of course. Yep. Um, and Ray Stone to the Dolphins, all in 2023. Yeah. They usually got really good, usually good development programs, pathway programs. Um, they usually got some very good talent coming through Parramatta, but you know some of those key positions, especially Reed Money as a hooker. You know that's a, I think it's one of the most important, if not the most important player on the field these days. Yeah, and yeah. They got to be able but to replace have, him have, with a like for like or better. They have signed plenty, haven't they? Uh, signed, Bailey Simonson signed. With power, uh, well, they've re-signed they've Regan re-signed. Campbell, Gillard, and, and Junior Paulo, yeah. and Clint Gutherson. So, and some young blokes, Jake Arthur and Sean Russell as mm. well. So it's not like they're going to be left without a squad. But I wonder if they wanted to uh, to keep these yeah blokes. Now, hey, uh, the Bulldogs we talked about before. Uh, looks like they could sign Isaac Lumi Lumi. Now that Nick Contrick's returned to Canberra, um, Lumi Lumi was uh, his dad has got uh, brain cancer, so the Storm. Uh, released him immediately to return to Sydney. He's been training with the Bulldogs and it looks like he might get that uh, that final spot. I wonder if Suliasi Vunavala is going to so. return. I mean, we know Xavier Coates has gone there, but um, it, it first year eight into a two-year contract, Suliasi Vunavala, who wants to return to oh, rugby, rugby league reports are. Yeah. yeah, so whether he returns and whether he ends up going back to the Back to the storm as well. It'll be interesting. And, and just and just quickly, Matty Moylan. There's been some talk around Matty Moylan. He's kind of contracted next year, 2022, to Cronulla. Um, he's denied considering retirement at the end of next season. Wants to play on 2023. Wants to finish at the Sharks. 
Badge, Matty Moreland, I think fullback has always been his best position. Um, as he's got a little bit older, he's moved into the 5'8 position. He's always had lower back and hamstring injuries. I think mm. to get quality out of Matty Moreland and not the quantity of, of workload, I think to prolong his career, I think he's a centre badge. Do you? I, I think yeah. he'd handle it really well. Oh, he's a quality player. I'm not. I'm just not sure if it'd work. I think you'd have to give him a bit of a go, maybe in the trials or something in centres or, or um, even off the bench. I, I, I'm just not so sure if he's nailed really nailed down the fullback or five eight spots. And uh, yeah, but he's, I certainly. I mean, you'd certainly consider keeping him on. And if mm. he wanted to keep playing in 2023, I think he'd have a few clubs that are keen. What is he? He's 30 now, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, he's got a future. I, I don't think he's this would be his last year, and I can see why he's saying he wants to keep keep going. If he can have a full season, I think if he has a full season injury free, that'll certainly help his help his cause. Right, yeah, that's our sports update. Thanks to Acmea Farm Insurance. We better get to a break, boys. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been Sam unleashed. Sam next? No, no. I'm, we're getting our lawyers to triple check uh, the <laughs> Sam Backo by demand <laughs> interview. But in the meantime, the, the best in the business Australia and the world's number one cricket journal, Crash Craddock, joins us to wrap up the second test here on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for your Tuesday night. Coming up soon, the boys are going to look at their, uh, well, the players to look out for in season 2022 in the NRL. But the second test is all over. The Aussies are leading the series 2-0. Will there be changes galore, perhaps, for the Poms come the Boxing Day test on Sunday? The man who's the best in the business joining us again tonight here on Sports Day, Robert Crash Craddock uh, from News Limited, News Corp, I should say. Crash, welcome to Sports Day. Thank you, Jason Badge and Satch. Yes, uh, the plot thickens. Uh, Australia 2 nil up, but there'll be further twists ahead in this uh, fascinating series. Yeah, well, what we're talking about, well, Woogie mentioned off the top there, um, Crash. And thanks for joining us. Does England have a lot of options there, and who they could who they could possibly bring in to 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 get something back here in this series? No, look, they've got the very very pacey Mark Wood, uh, who can bowl up to 150 kilometres an hour badge. But yeah. uh, like for me, I'd have played him in Adelaide because when you don't hold the Ashes, you're half a test down, which means you have to win one of the first two tests. You just do. And to break, Mark played the first test. He hurried up Australia. I thought he could have been dangerous under lights in Adelaide, but he should be back in, in Melbourne. Uh, but th- the thing is, India, England have been batting badly for two and a half years. And, uh, you know, they're just a very average batting team. Z- uh, Zach Crawley's a chance of coming in ahead of Rory Burns, but nothing that's going to... It's just changing the deck chairs on the Titanic in my book. Well, I mean, even when they've got a strong batting lineup, they don't win. It's been, what, over 10 years, 11 years or something, 4,000 days since they've won a test in Australia. It, it's, it's just, that, why are they so poor here? Yeah, I, I often think, Badge, that they, their conditions at home are so different to what Australia's are. You know, they, they can get a living out of just seaming the ball around on their seaming decks. Uh, the pitches will spin a little bit for their spinners. 
And it's a pretty softish life, whereas Australia is so unforgiving, so abrasive. Mm. The wickets are so flat. It's just harsh out here. I, I would have liked to have seen a lot of their players come to Australia as kids, as, as young grade cricketers. I remember Andrew Strauss, their former captain, went and played with Brett Lee's club in Sydney. So he knew Brett Lee, and, and he'd faced Brett yeah. Lee by the time they got to test cricket. So Brett didn't scare him, and, and he was very... Australianized before he before he did an Ashes tour, I thought it really helped him. Hey, Crash! Uh, in relation to Australia moving forward for the, the final three Test matches, used Nisa was great. Richardson outstanding. Boland's been added to the the fifteen as well. Do you think they'll start resting resting more bowlers throughout the Ashes series? Uh, I, I don't say rest, but injury will play its part. Like Josh Hazelwood's been named in the squad in Melbourne. My tip. Uh, Sats is that he will not play. Uh, Pat Cummins will come back into the team. And so that leaves a vacancy for one bowler, who I think could be Jai Richardson to uh, stay there. Now, if Mitchell Stark's got a back injury, he could be rested. Uh, Remember, he was sort of just a bit ginger. Um, uh, So if he's rested, they brought Scott Boland in. He's an MCG specialist. It's really difficult for fast bowlers to get wickets at the MCG Boland does it for fun, so he would probably pick Michael Pip Michael Nisa. Did it look like, or from the outside looking, it looked as though that Steve Smith didn't look like he even missed a beat as the skipper. Um, yeah, what you, Crash? yeah. It look, do, do you know what, Sat? It was a dream result for Australia on, on so many fronts. <laughs> Cummins withdrawing because. The senior administrators in Australia had been fretting about the day Steve Smith would be captain. Vice-captain's one thing, but to be captain is completely different. They thought there'd be a mass protest. But guess what happened? Cummins only withdrew four hours before kickoff, So there was no chance for anyone to mobilise the angry objections. Before you knew it, Steve Smith was walking out there. So, uh, it, it, and, and then it was almost as if he was doing Australia a favour because there was no Cummins at short notice. Mm-hmm. So it was a dream. The, the, the objections to Steve Smith, which I were, I felt about one in four Australians didn't want him back, mm. they just weren't very visible there or very noisy or very rowdy. So it was a great result for Australia because this, the next time he comes back as captain, and of course we're referring to Sandpaper Gates and people sort of saying he should never be captain again. Yeah, sure. There's still people there. If you if you ask for callers to ring in, I reckon one in four would say, oh, I'd outrate the guy. Yeah, there, that's there. But, but it's not as hostile as they thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, the Aussies, of course, winning comfortably again. Has that saved Marcus Harris or given him another reprieve? I mean, I, I, yeah. Would it be different if we'd yeah. drawn or we'd even lost the match? Would, that, would it be a different scenario? Yeah. Yeah, Gaz, you're right. I, I think he's got results-sensitive future now, and, and that's not where you want to be. But, look... He, uh, he He's based in Melbourne now. He, he does score runs at the MCG. I, I really get it. We're 2-0 up in the series. You can give him another test, but Usman mm. Kawaja is breathing down his neck. Um, if Kawaja is reinstated with David Warner, it will reactivate a partnership that started when they were six years old, if you can believe that, taking really? the new ball. Warner downwind and Kawaja against the wind as new ball bowlers in junior cricket. Can you believe that? <laughs> a quarter of a wow. century ago. So wow. they, 
I'm interested to see Kawaja and Warner play together. I know they're both 35. I know you could say it's a step back. But I must say this. When Warner was going through all his tumult with Sam Papergate, and a lot of players turned their back on him, one player didn't. Uh, you know, Kawaja... You know, he 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 and Warner like he he quite likes David Warner. They've known each other since kids. They get on fine. So, as an opening batting pairing, the the fourteenth that fourteenth opening partner that Warner would have had if it happens, and I think it's a good chance. It'll be interesting to watch. Just crazy how he hasn't. No one else has been able to nail down that spot just yet. Uh, talking about our batting lineup, has, have you ever seen it looking so strong? You probably have, but with four players. Warner, Smith, Labashane, and now Travis Head all in the um, ICC top ten. It's we're at a at a real peak as far as our batting stocks go. Yeah, we are. Sometimes I think it can be a little bit uh, overrated that that chart. I mean, we still for for all of that, I still think Australia is still you know Cameron Green still finding his way as a batsman. Travis Head's had a couple of nice innings, but he's still still a little bit chancy. So, uh, uh, and uh, Marcus Harris is is a bit iffy. So, yeah, it, it's we have had stronger stronger lineups, but it is coming together nicely. And the bloke that I'm eternally fascinated by is Cameron Green because do you know something, guys? All rounders just change the shape of your team. I mean, when Ian Botham was firing for England, it just lifted that team. When Andrew Flintoff was firing for England, it just took him up a notch. If you've got a decent all-rounder in your team, you can be competitive anywhere in the world. It's just wonderful. So Cameron Green is one of the most important players in that team right at the moment. And Nathan Lyon, who stands side-on to his bowling, uh, fielding at the gully and point, he said, oh, look, the trajectory of it, the bounce he gets. He said, I just love it. He said, he's going places, that kid. Crash, what do you make of uh, Joe Root's captaincy? He's copying a bit of criticism. Uh, what do you What do you make of it? Oh, look, I, I get it. He's not the most proactive captain around. He does let let a game drift a bit. He's a beautiful guy. He's a lovely man. Uh, you know what? A, a, just a, a, a lovely statesman of the game. I, I just so admire the kid. I think he's wonderful. Uh, and as a batsman, he's probably the best in the world and certainly the best player of spin bowling in the world. He just eats it alive. But um, I don't think this Ashes series is decided by Joe Root's captaincy. It's a bit like Mints, their team, that old saying, you can fry it, you can boil it, you can steam it, but Mints is Mints. And this is a pretty ordinary Ashes, England Ashes team. You can shuffle the deck. You can say, oh, we should have played Broad and, and Anderson in Brisbane. Maybe they should have. How do they go in Adelaide? Average. Mm. You know, so they, they ain't got much this time, the Poms. What do you make of Joe Root publicly criticising the fast bowlers, saying that they didn't bowl full enough? Yeah. How will that be accepted yeah. internally? Well, the interesting thing is, Stuart Broad's written a column today for the Daily Mail actually challenging it, you know, Ooh. saying, no, I felt our length was right. So... It was quite pointed by Joe, wasn't it? He said, you know, did the bowlers bowl the right length? No, they didn't bowl the right length. And it was, it just had a spoonful of anger in it, didn't it? Mm. I, I noted that. And so, <laughs> do you know what gets me is that, you know, Jimmy Anderson's bowled, how many overs is it? 6,000 in test cricket. He's played 
him and Stuart Broad have played more than 300 tests between them. Think of that. And yet they get their length wrong. Like, mm. I mean, it's a bit like me typing and, un, un, you know, not hitting the letter K properly. Like, you should be able to adjust. Sure, sure, surely within two overs, people send a message on, boys, you're bowling too short, pitch it up. The reason they bowled too short is the ball wasn't swinging, so they had an inbuilt fear of pitching the ball up and being driven through the covers for four. But bowlers hate it, you know? But mm. it also would have given them a chance to get a bit of seam here or there and maybe get an edge, which they just didn't get in the first innings. Now, perfect time for Justin Langan to go into negotiations coming off contract next year. We're led to believe, um, with the way that Australia is going at the moment, Crash, we, we keep hearing about his his coaching style has changed a little bit. He started to delegate a little bit more. He's not as tough on the players. Are He's you getting mellowed. that sense from the players? Yeah, yeah, we am. Uh, look, I think the the scars were pretty deep, Sats, um, before he, um, when he fell out with the players after the Indian loss last year. I, I'm always surprised he fell out with the bowlers rather than the batsmen because the bowlers... If you're a bowler, you can actually operate independent of the coach. <laughs> like, really, you tell me how a bowler needs a coach. He's got to put a ball on a length and set a field that he's had since the under sevens. Mm. You, you know, you should be able to do it. So I was surprised by their objections. But his intensity and his volatility, as much as anything, round him down. But to his credit, he's taken a step back. You barely ever hear him say a word now. You barely ever see him. Um is he enjoying it? I would say he was very hurt by what had happened. I admire him for making the change. And I haven't written him off for getting a contract extension, even though he was 50 to 1 chance six months ago. Like, he can walk in and say, oh, I've just won a World Cup and I've just won the Ashes. Uh, how am I travelling? <laughs> like, it's pretty hard to sack a bloke. Mm-hmm. It's like, be like trying to sack. Um, you know, a premiership winner in the NRL. I mean, it's really hard to do. All right. Will they bring back Jack Leach? Uh, do you think, I, for the I, MCG? I hope so. Yeah. Do you know what? They, they might just do it, and it'll be a test too late. I mean, on, and even they admit it. The England bowling coach, John Lewis, said we should have played Jack Leach in Adelaide. Probably not in Brisbane. Honestly, everything that could have gone wrong for England has gone wrong, but the bottom line is this, boys. When you're not good enough... That's the sort of thing that happens, you know. It's just, it's, it's like owning a racehorse. You know those racehorses that you say, oh, he needs more distance. Oh, we should take him to Ipswich. Oh, we need another jockey on. There's always an excuse for a bad racehorse. Mm. <laughs> All right, just not good enough. All right, Alice, one more for you too. Do you, do you bring in Bairstow to, to keep for the Boxing Day test? I mean, I can't work Butler out. He takes the speckies and drops Be- the simple ones. I oh, know, but Butler will hang on. The question is whether you bring in Bairstow for Ollie Pope, which I would. Yeah, right. Just uh, I, I think o- Ollie's just looked out of it. He's snatching at it. Bairstow, a slightly retrograde step, but he's played as a specialist batsman before, and and he's just he's got a bit of jauntiness about him. Jaunty, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Johnny uh, Bairstow. Did I call it, I call him Jaunty? It's Johnny. <laughs> um, but he, he, like just watching him warm up at the Gabba and buzz around the place, he's actually. Sometimes you can bring in a guy, it's nice to bring in a guy who's a bit unscarred by the tour, who could be bouncing around in the field and pretty happy about things. And he, he certainly, he'll, he'll bring a bit of energy to them. And Lord knows after dropping 11 catches, they need it. Yeah. Crash, we, <laughs> we always appreciate your time on Sports Day. Have a wonderful Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas, Crash. And we can't Good wait for that Boxing yes. Day test. 
good on you guys. We're lovely to chat to you. Well done. You put together a, a great show and it's uh, warmly appreciated. It's my pleasure to come on. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, See Chris, you later. Bye-bye. best in the business, Crash Craddock. And when he's saying you put I together... I think he means me when he no, says... No, he says me. That's me. <laughs> That's he me. says, heck... He always says to me off air when we talk to him away from the show, he goes, oh, yeah. how come that guy that hosts your show asks the most idiotic questions ever? <laughs> so is he... <laughs> Is that when you were sitting down with your mates talking about uh, old Josh Butler stepping on the stumps and trying to take away from you the You're talking about Joss or Josh? It's Joss. Okay, <laughs> now you said Josh Butler. I did not. But anyway. I did not. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, he made a good point, though, in that interview. I want to get our listeners' feedback on this. 0457 736 736. Steve Smith is skipper. Would you like to see it continue? No. Well, Cummins is there, mate. Probably, uh, probably I'd sack Cummins now yeah. after one test. Would you? Oh, yeah. No. No, I wouldn't. Well, like, were you disgruntled with him being yeah. the skipper? Are you I mean, okay happy him? being yeah. the vice, yeah. vice captain. What about... What did your mates think, Sats? They <laughs> loved it. Did they? My mates <laughs> love Steve Smith, we better as get I to, do. We better get to the break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the all-new <laughs> Kia Sportage. You boys, uh, get serious and put your heads together. Want to find out who we should look out for in season 2022 of the yeah. NRL. That's on the way next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Hey, welcome back to Sports Day. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, give us your favourite uh, Christmas movie tonight and where you're from and what you're doing and your name and how you're listening to us. Um, guys, we've missed out on one of the greatest Christmas movies. Uh, I reckon it's Die Hard. You guys dispute that. Mm. But, uh, Elf. Oh, Elf's a good one. I haven't seen it, but apparently... Good. Well, you haven't I'm, seen Elf? No. Nah, I hate Christmas movies, mate. No, no, this is... Oh, you don't get it, mate. It's, you don't get it's it. It's one of the great Will what, what, I don't, what, what am I not getting? That it's one of the funniest the, movies. You, comedy. You don't, you don't get comedy. Please. Just in general. Hey, boys, glad you're still with <laughs> us. I didn't know we'd passed away, but that's good. Uh, my favourite Christmas movie is Home Alone. What a great Christmas movie. Now, Neil at Quakers Hill. Yeah, Neil, you're taking the rap for that. But, but you, you're, you, are you saying that's not a Christmas movie either because Santa's not in it? Yeah, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Oh, God. Just because it happens to be Christmas. Like it's Just like because it's some sort of... Again, inappropriate. Real. It's around neglect. Like, yeah. like Will Ferrell Child actually... protection would have come in and taken that kid from that family and said, you can't yeah. leave a kid behind for two weeks. Will Ferrell grew up with Santa, the real Santa. Yeah. That's a Christmas movie. Exactly. Elf. Oh, yeah. Uh, 2022, the season's not too far away. Uh, what are we? Trials in February, competition kicking off in March. Help us out here, boys. Who should we look out for in 2022? Who's going to be a standout, particularly the young blokes coming through? Um, I've got a couple here that some of the rugby league fans have heard of, especially if you're a Dragons fan and Manly fans, if you've heard of this kid. Uh, th- this kid, I think, is potentially a superstar. He's unfortunately in a position where he's got one of the best players in the world in front of him. But for the Dragons, there's a 5'8 that played at the end of last year, Talatau Amon, tremendous young 5'8. has got every skill. And yeah. we spoke to Anthony Griffin uh, a is few weeks Is that Junior Amon? Is that called Junior as well, or is that another? Because uh, uh, is there a couple of them? No, I think, it's, the I think it's the same. I think it's the same I think it lad. Is, yeah. yeah, but he's outstanding. His footwork and his speed and his skill level is, um, 
yeah, is, is top of the tree. I can't wait to see him with a lot more game time in, in 2022. Now, the kid at Manly I'm talking about is a young kid. He's a fullback by the name of Tolu Kula. Uh, I've been watching him probably the last couple of years playing their junior reps. And unfortunately, like I said, he plays in the same position as Tommy yeah. Trevojevic. He's not going to get much time, but can play in the centres, can possibly play in the wing. Uh, but they're the two players I'm really looking forward to in 2022. You're good enough, they'll find a spot for you, won't they? I mean, yeah. You just think of, uh, say, Roger Tua Varsashek come through at the Roosters years ago, Anthony Minicello, one of the, probably the, the premier fullback in the comp in the world at the time, and they found a spot. He played on the wing for a bit before he yeah. got back there. So, yeah, they'll, they'll, get, a, they'll get a spot for him. Um, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of um, young Selwyn Cobbo at the Broncos. Gee, he was impressive. What, what, what he played, eight or ten games this year? Yep. Um, really good, but there's some. There's a couple of sons of guns coming through. Um, Bronson Garlic at the Storm plays hooker and a, I think a bit of back row as well. Yes. Lock Sats, Sean Garlic, young bloke, and Steve Price's son Riley is at the Cowboys. Yeah, back rower. So I always look forward to seeing those. Um, Brent those Tate. Brent Tate's obviously through. his uncle. Yeah, we know Brent Tate married Steve Price's. Um, yep. Sorry, Steve Price married Brent Tate's sister. And be looking after him up he there. Put on, he put on Twitter the other day, just don't forget your uncle. He played a few games as well. He can teach you a few things, Riley Price. And a lot of the responses were, no, your uncle was a winger. He can offer you nothing. <laughs> you play in the back row, Riley. How much, how much board would he be charging Riley for oh, staying his place? I couldn't uh, imagine it. Tightest man in the world. Week. Yeah. 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 I tell you and no, Knights fans, yeah. Knights fans, they, yeah, the, the nephew of um, Josh Hodgson, Bailey Hodgson, uh, English lad, is, is out uh, with the Knights. Oh, really? Yep. He's in the Knights squad. Wow. So, and if you're, if you're a Gold Coast Titans fan, uh, a kid who played, made his debut for the Warriors against, I think it was the Bulldogs last year, his name's Paul Turner. The Gold Coast Titans have signed him. He's quite a big halfback 5'8". He's like he's 90, 92 kilos. He's a big half, can play a hooker, play a bit of everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a really Sorry. good player. It's a, it's a good signing for the Gold Coast Titans, actually. All right. Well, they need some backup there, don't they, with, um, yeah, Brimson expected to be pushed into 5-8. You never know if that's going to work. Mm. Rightio. Uh, who else should we look out for next year? Maybe you've got a suggestion as well, 0457 736 736. I like, um, can I just chuck one in? Mm. Uh, Xavier Willison from the Broncos extended his contract today to 2025 yeah, as good well. Front row. Palm Beach Corumban boy. Um, he made his debut, I think it was against North Queensland Cowboys, round 20. Six hit-ups in 14 minutes. Mm. Went hell for leather. So... Good young bloke as well. 0457-736-736. Shoot us a text. Uh, Who do you think we should be looking out for in 2022? We better get to a break. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Um, Some really big news coming up from Racing Queensland with Chris Nelson next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457-736-736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update with Chris Nelson. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. No tips for us today, but he's got some big, big Racing Queensland news and there's a massive horse race coming to Rockhampton. There is, Jase. How exciting is this? We mm. all know how the Everest works in uh, in Sydney with the slots and the slot holders, etc. 
Well, we're going to have one of those type of races in Rockhampton. Uh, early May next year will be the kickoff for this race. $440,000 race. It is over 1,300 metres. It's called The Archer. The winner will, uh, the winner will pocket $275,000. There'll be 12 slots available. Uh, and I think there's some taken already, $35,000 a slot. So I'm sure you'll be making a call after we finish this to try and get yourself one, Jase. And but, you just uh, need yeah, a very horse. exciting time. Just need a horse. <laughs> yes, that's right. And probably 35000 uh, spare as well. But I did forget about that. Yes, I, <laughs> I might need that as well. Mate, that's incredible news, isn't it? It certainly is. Uh, and that's going to be held the week before uh, the Doombin 10,000, so early May for that race. So, yeah, exciting stuff for Rocky. Yeah, it's exciting stuff indeed. Rightio, uh, what about some trials? You've been watching those? Yeah, there's been some uh, interesting trials and uh, important trials over the last couple of days. We saw a Gold Coast yesterday. First two trials there for the two-year-olds heading towards the Magic Billion Swiss Exile. Uh, this colt from the Annabelle Nisham stable was very impressed winning the first heat. Only had the one start, did a heap wrong at Eagle Farm a couple of weeks ago and was beaten a small margin. And Cusack from the Trent Bussett and Natalie Young stable in Melbourne. Uh, Andrew Mallion rode it, it won. So two very nice trialers yesterday, Swiss Exile and Cusack. And at Deegan this morning, we saw the good mare from the Golden Stable, Miami Flice, uh, run fourth in her heat. And she was given a pretty soft time. We'll see, we'll see her on New Year's Day. We'll see Swiss Exile this coming Boxing Day. And I'm not sure about QSAC at this stage. Righty up. Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Head to queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. We'll chat uh, Thursday, mate. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jason. Uh, time for the weather. New Farm Australian through and through. Let's, uh, let's focus on Coffs Harbour for tomorrow, boys. Been a few storms, wouldn't there be down there? Yeah, there Wouldn't is showers, on? possible storm, oh. no. Uh, top of uh, 30 degrees tomorrow afternoon, overnight low of 22. I love coughs. Great town. <laughs> New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Radio text machine is going off yeah. tonight. 0457 736 736. Well, Danger says the best movie is a Miracle Street on 34th Street. Never seen it. Miracle Street? Mm-hmm. He well, says 34th Street, by the way. Yeah. Don't have a go at Danger because he does his messages on Siri. Now, best Christmas comment. Jack Gibson was a guest commentator at Lang Park, State of Origin. The Lang Park crowd were giving it to New South Wales. During the break, Big Daryl um, delivered the classic one-liner, they'd boo Santa Claus, this mob. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember he that. He did. He did. Yeah, Daryl talk- used to lead him in beautifully to those. Yeah. Talking about uh, Christmas movies... Uh, Daniel from Prairie Wood listened to us on the SEN app. Says, boys, the best Christmas movies, depending on the mood, would have to be Batman Returns. What? That's not a Christmas movie, Daniel. You're talking about watching a movie at, at Christmas, Christmas with Michael Keating. <laughs> National that... Lampoon's Christmas Michael Vacation. Keating, not a good Batman. Uh, what? Christmas Vacation? Yeah. Sorry. Um, a Christmas special. Um, and the best feel-good Christmas, Love Actually. Well, Daniel, we spoke about that a little bit earlier. It's a little bit inappropriate, that it's movie. creepy. Yep. Yeah. And it's not as good as Elf. Oh, and uh, we've got some texture about young players coming through. Uh, Mark says, Tom Jenkins, oh, Penrith yeah. Panthers, young cherry pickers. Or good players from out that way. Yep. Uh, a young cherry pickers junior, just made the 30-man squad. Can play he in can capital play. letters. He can good play. Good stuff. Yeah, um, nice. And Badge, uh, and th- th- also uh, Shotgun Shine says, G'day, hey, knucklehead. That's, that's Woogie. Did you put the uh, woogie curse on Cam Green for calling you Justin? Mate, leave the kid alone. 
Hey, Justin, He's a future yeah, of Australian cricket. I hope he gets a golden <laughs> duck in the next test. All the, all the best guys have a great Christmas. You too, Shotgun Shine. Hey, listen, if you missed Thanks. our Sam Champion. Bacco interview, or these boys with Sam Bacco early this up year. next. It is up next. Get ready for it. Lock your kids' ears. It's on the way next at Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.